This is a When Walls Can Talk network podcast. If you're like me and have had an interest in creating your own podcast, but don't really know where to get started, let me tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the completely free creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Once you've finished recording, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard across all podcast streaming platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership right from your very first episode. It's everything that you need to make and distribute a podcast all in one place. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, my name is Jeremy Haig, psychic medium, tarot reader, and proud nerd of the occult and the spiritual. I've been talking to the dead since before I can remember. Hearing their stories and listening to their lessons radically changed my life and taught me to become more curious and peel back the layers of the world around me. On this podcast, I invite you on a journey as we discuss spirituality hot topics with specialists and practitioners from across the witchcraft community, pull and explore monthly collective tarot readings, and recount lost or forgotten paranormal stories from around the world. This is When Walls Can Talk, the podcast. Hello, good morning, and happy August. It's Jeremy, your host from When Walls Can Talk, the podcast. It's August 1st, and you know what that means. It is time for another one of our monthly tarot magic collective tarot readings. So excited to be back doing this with you again this morning. It is currently Sunday, August 1st. I'm up a little early. It felt important today to do the reading on the day and not ahead of time for this particular month, so I'm excited to be here channeling and burning some incense and enjoying the quiet morning. Really excited to start this with you today. And there's definitely an energetic shift that's happening from July into August that's important for us to acknowledge and let happen. And it's critical that we let July be July and let August be August. So be open to whatever this new energetic thumbprint will be which we'll come back to in a second. So for today's reading, I have channeled a brand new four-card or four-question spread that I will be sure to post on my Instagram as well so that you can use this magic and use this tool to perhaps get a little bit more individual insight as well on top of what we get today for the collective. August is going to be powerful. We are obviously already in Leo season, and we will be shifting into Virgo season, I believe, on the 22nd of August. We also have a new moon in Leo on August 8th, and a full moon in Aquarius, if I'm not mistaken, on the 22nd of August. So there's so much going on, lots of energetic shifts, lots of portals. And one of the first pieces of information that really came to me this morning when I sat down to start channeling this spread and start channeling this information for you today, 
I got a strong sense of the energy of nature. And I will talk about what that means to me and, and why I think that is as we get into the spread today. I think it will explain itself, but there's a very specific energy of nature that has really been washing over me. So I'm enjoying the bird sounds and enjoying the peace and the quiet, and I'm excited to see what comes through me today. So if you are joining me across time and space for this reading for August, I want you to take a second, if you can, if you're seated or if you're laying down, perhaps not if you're driving, but just take a minute to, if it feels safe and comfortable for you to do so, go ahead and close your eyes. And just take some moments of nice, deep breaths. And cast your intention out into the universe, out into spirit, out into the energy all around us. And perhaps ask for a message in today's reading. Ask for something to come through for you today. Set your intention to receive something from our reading today. Now, of course, as always, tarot doesn't always land 100% of the time, and we are all human filters, so as always, take what works from this reading, hold on to it, and use it as magic and medicine for this upcoming month, and just leave what doesn't. Let it float on past. Perhaps that piece of information was meant for somebody else, so there's no need to beat yourself up or get lost in the, the details. Just take the energy that works and leave the rest. So let's get started. Now for today's reading, I pulled from my collection of tarot decks the Wild Unknown Tarot Deck, which is absolutely beautiful by Kim Kranz. Highly recommended if you don't have it. It has beautiful um, line drawing for all of the cards with the addition of watercolor. It's stunning. Strong animal and energetic um, nature energy uh, comes through these cards, so it definitely felt like the right tarot deck for this morning. I have my Palo Santo burning next to me, so I have a nice earthy smell. I wish I could channel smells through podcasts, but I can't. So just know that I'm creating sacred space and sacred smoke for you this morning for this reading. Now the very first card, um, or rather the very first question in my four card spread for this morning is an energetic thumbprint for August. I think I used that word, those words, that wording earlier in this little episode. Um, and what I mean by that is, what is the energy that's coming from spirit for August? How can we recognize it? How can we roll up our sleeves and be more engaged? What can we look for? So this card really doesn't have to do very much with us at all. This is more about what, who are you, August? This upcoming month being, the, this is the time frame that we're reading for right now. Who are you? How can I recognize you? How can I know you? And the card that stepped forward for the energetic thumbprint of August is Father of Pentacles, otherwise known as King of Pentacles. It's called Father of Pentacles in the Wild Unknown. Well, of course, for anyone who's read with me or knows me, 
I strongly feel that gendering and and gender identity is not important and in fact is not relevant to tarot so if if father um, is a term that uh, you struggle with I, I completely understand king of pentacles king of pentacles so a king of pentacles energy is the energy of living in full devotion to our soul path for many who read tarot with a slightly more traditional outlook meaning some of the more traditional t interpretations of the cards that have come down through the smith rider weight um hermetic order of golden dawn etc etc many people feel that pentacles have to do with earthly possessions or money or belongings or things or um material accomplishments something slightly more earthy I have come to know the pentacles a little bit differently through my work with Lindsay Mack and, and looking at the tarot through the outlook of soul tarot. So I actually believe that pentacles are our soul journey. One to ten of the pentacle suit really is kind of the ups and downs of learning what it is to work with a soul calling. So I believe that before we were incarnated into our physical bodies, into our physical forms, we made a commitment. We made a promise. We made a soul promise of what we came to the earth to do. And the pentacle suit is the story of a soul discovering that we made a promise, that we made a promise to show up in the earth in some way. And it really is the journey of what that takes. Seven of pentacles, patience, let let that 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 soul promise that journey let it ripen on the tree longer maybe we're trying to we're trying to pick the fruits of our labors too early ten of pentacles we're learning what it is to not only feed ourselves but feed all those around us through our work two of pentacles we can only handle so many things at a time and we learn that we have a powered autonomous choice to decide what those things are just some examples of where i think the soul journey lives within the pentacle suit now, I take no credit for this idea. Um, this is part of Lindsay Mack's lineage as a soul tarot teacher, but it's something that's really rung true to me and is something that I use to interpret and to really understand the pentacle suit on a deeper level. Now, there may be some of you out there who are asking why I might be choosing to play with the interpretations at all, um, and I have covered a little bit of this in the past, but for this particular situation for pentacles specifically well back up for a second i think tarot as a whole needs to speak to every person's experience and if it doesn't speak to everyone's experience it doesn't serve anyone because it's not an equal playing field people find themselves not represented in the interpretations or the imagery or the visuals or, or the energetic descriptions that have come from people using tarot in a more traditional route um, or in a more traditional manner over time. And to that end, I also believe that there are people out there who have no real pressure by material possessions or material wealth. I know that there are people out there who that means nothing to them. And if I was to speak on the pentacles in that manner it might not register or not land or not mean anything to my querent to my client and i think that looking at the pentacles through the earthly channeling of a soul promise 
is far more engaging and far more rewarding and something that feels like we can actually have a hand in. For many of us, based on um, our privilege or lack thereof, or a myriad of other circumstances that we have no control over, we may not have the ability to control or, or, or change our material wealth income. That might not be something that we have the power or the ability to do. And I still want those individuals to feel that there is something in this reading that they can engage with, that they can change. So coming back now to Father of Pentacles, to King of Pentacles, in this position as an energetic thumbprint of August, I think that this individual, this energy, is living full devotion to their soul path, and they are doing the, the work that they were meant to do in the world. This energy of King of Pentacles, I think, often has come to a point, a culmination in their soul growth, where it's no longer about their preferences or their desires or what they wish to be, and instead they're living in humble devotion, asking, what is being asked of me? And how can I recognize that and engage with that desire? How can I be so completely in devotion to my guides, to source, to the universe, to my soul, that I have to become one with that soul purpose? I don't know how else to function otherwise. King of Pentacles is an extremely abundant human being who has so much to give and to share through their work. And it's a really a commitment to be of service to source, <sighs> which is can be overwhelming. That can be an overwhelming place to get to. And may, might I remind you here also that this card is the energy of August. Our opportunity here, take it or leave it, is to look for that energy and find places where we can merge and meld ourselves with it. It is a roller coaster that is already running. How can we find the queue line, get ourselves lined up, and get on that roller coaster? I think that is the challenge and the invitation of King of Pentacles in this position. So for this spread that I channeled for August, the next question that I asked was for the secret lessons of August. Now to me that means what are the lessons that we are learning perhaps behind the veil or that something that our guides or our higher self, our ancestors might be guiding us towards? Where do the, what are the energetic lessons that we are going to learn this month that we may have no clue even happened? And I actually had two cards step forward for this. So we have two secret lessons from August. The first card that stepped forward is judgment. Judgment, I have come to identify more by the title Awakening, which is the title that Lindsay and Chase Voorhees the developers of Soul Tarot and Tarot for the Holy Spectrum have renamed this card in an effort to remove some of the Catholic influence over the idea of Judgment Day and the Apocalypse and look at it instead at its core identity. And Judgment really unlocked itself to me, looking at it through the context of, of all things, a scene from the movie The Matrix, in which... Neo is presented the option to take the blue pill and he'll return to his bed and everything will be back to the way it was, or take the red pill and just see how deep that rabbit hole goes. 
And for those of you who have not seen The Matrix, in essence, our, our protagonist, Neo, is being awakened um, to the world as it truly is. It, it's removing the blindfold to reveal the alternate version of our universe, of our histories, of our realities. And so I think what that says to me today is that over the month of August, there are going to be some places where we wake up whether that be to aspects of our family or our family dynamic or our family line, whether that be to our participation in a system or a school of thought or a religion or a viewpoint that might be potentially detrimental to ourselves or, or harmful to others, we're going to have the opportunity to take off our blindfold to some of those and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I believed that about myself or I participated in this activity that was detrimental or harmful to others, or it can be so many different things, but what it really ultimately means is that we understand life as it actually is and not how we'd like it to be. So it has it has energetic ripple effects, I think, from the justice card as well. But rather than where justice looks at possible truths, judgment opens its eyes to the current truths. Sometimes our judgment moments can be very personal. They can echo in really loud ripples around us and can feel really intimidating and maybe sometimes a little guilt triggering. What we're asked to do in judgment moments, in awakening moments, where we realize that this is what we've been doing, we have the chance to investigate the way that we judge, whether that be ourselves, judging our intuition, judging others, and see perhaps where that voice comes from. Really loud judgment voices, I find, often come from the voices of others in our lives, whether that be our parental figures, people we grew up with, our friends, the people that we wanted to be like, our, our, our heroes, celebrity or personal, whatever that might be, and examining the stories that we hold about ourselves. Where are places that we are, bl where are our blind spots? Where are our vulnerable spots? Where are those places that we can come home to ourselves and recognize where our judgmental voice comes from a place of fear or a place of hurt? That process really opens our eyes to truth and reality rather than a story that we've built up to cover over fear, to cover over vulnerability and where that might have become the truth, that might have become the story. So I challenge you to this month, look for where spirit is helping to remove those false realities, remove that blindfold, remove those blind spots. Find that alternate version, find the version that moves you away from illusion or delusion or false, false truths and take that invitation to really find powerfully clear truths for yourself without shame, without guilt, because shame and guilt are 100% brain and mental egoic constructs. So there is no shame, there is no guilt, there's only growth and moving forward and spiraling along the spiral path of life. Now we did have a second card step forward with this one. 
And the more and more that I'm speaking on judgment, I think they are as a, as a, a coupled pair as opposed to individual secret lessons. The second card that stepped forward with judgment is actually Hierophant, which I love in the context of what we were just speaking about. Because to me, Hierophant is the encouragement and the invitation to trust your own knowing. You are your own genius. You are the mentor you have been waiting for. You are your own teacher. It doesn't matter what other people say or think. You don't need someone to gatekeep you. You don't need someone to allow you access into your own genius, your own power, your own... The Hierophant truly is one of the strongest points of power in the entire tarot deck. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We have the ability to pick up, like we're doing today, pick up what from this reading matches for me, aligns for me. And without questioning or, 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 or struggling with why, we also know instinctively what to leave, instinctually, what to leave behind, what doesn't interpret for you. The Hierophant also has this strong awareness of their own duality. The Hierophant is aware that they are a profound channel with connection to divine, connection to insight and intuition. It is, it is the Hierophant's birthright. It is something that you came to the earth already with. And simultaneously they know that I also am a human with a human filter. I have biases, I have opinions, I have preferences, I have beliefs that I have never bothered to examine, I have historical racism, I have family trauma, I have all of these things that also cloud and may shadow aspects of my ability to pick up everything. The Hierophant knows what to take and what to leave. The challenge of the Hierophant is that it asks us to reclaim and to recenter our connection to ourselves as a master, as a genius, as a guru, as a mentor, as a teacher, and to willingly examine, dismantle, question deeply our ingrained teachings, beliefs, things that have come to us from those who raised us, those who taught us, those whose voices we have put on a pedestal rather than our own. In this work, we change the world. Because in this work, people are listening to us change our own thinking, step into our own power. We unlock our own ability to be a free, wild being in the Hierophant. Because the soul is not dictated by belief systems. We dictate our own soul's belief systems. So in Hierophant, we have the ability to dismantle and question and assert ourselves as our own guru. Trust your knowing. And I think that blends beautifully with the messages of judgment. We have the opportunity and the ability to take from our own awakening what we need and to leave the rest. So that's a beautiful, beautiful dual musical notes of Judgment and Hierophant together in the Secret Lessons of August. Now the third card that I asked to step forward was something to speak to what sacred introductions we will receive this month. By sacred introductions, I mean 
what spiritual initiatives will be brought to us from the universe that we will be aware of. So if the secret lessons of August are things that are going on behind the veil for us, lessons, what are those lessons that are going on in the world that we are aware of? What spiritual initiatives or sacred introductions will be brought to us? What energy will we be introduced to this month in maybe a new way? And the card that stepped forward for me today, for all of us, was the Son of Wands, which in the Wild Unknown Tarot translates to Knight of Wands. I am so excited about this. This is one of my anchor cards in the tarot. Knight of Wands or Son of Wands is the invitation of moving through the world entirely in a way that lights us up. Marie Kondo is a organizer with a series on Netflix and several books out that the world that kind of took the world by storm just a couple years ago. And Marie Kondo has a vision for a home that's very unique to her style of organization and, and of assisting people through the emotional process of organization. Marie Kondo has a expression or a phrase that she uses with her clients to really help them understand the purposes of what she's doing. And that is the expression, this sparks joy or this doesn't spark joy. Hi, kitty. The cat came to join us for a second. You spark joy, buddy. Yes, you do. You're a pain in the neck, but you spark joy. Knight of Wands has a similar outlook. What would your life look like if it was surrounded entirely by engaging with things that bring you full joy? If you were to stop and imagine your perfect life and all of the things that would fill that perfect life, and I'm not talking societal perfect life or monetary perfect life, I'm talking about soul perfect life. If you were surrounded by the music and the people and the projects and the engagement and the hobbies, what would that look like? What would it look like for your entire life to be moving through the world in a way that lights you up? Knight of Wands has to do with our energetic resources, our inner flame, and understanding through the journey of 1 to 10 in Wands that that flame has limits. The journey of 1 to 10 is the realization that I only have so much fire at my disposal, and it is my responsibility to care for and to replenish, to ensure that it doesn't go out, to know what it feels like when it's running low, to know what it feels like when it's burning over um, and overfilled, and perhaps we have an overflow to give from. That's the journey of wands, and I find that often nights are a journey of learning rhythms through that particular suit. So blend those together and what we get is how can I move through the world the most like me? How can I move through the world with the most autonomy to my own beautiful, individual, personal, spiritual, and physical chemistry? How can I be so tapped into myself that I know what it is like to move through and desire to take up space in the world uniquely through my own personal viewpoint. The Knight of Wands is a quest and rhythm of moving through the world with the desire to delight the self. Because the Knight of Wands understands that when we move through the world fully aligned and alighted and empowered and delighted, 
we have the ability to lead with our wand. The wand gets to lead the way. The inner fire gets to lead the way. Knight of Wands has much less to do about the pace that we move through the world and much more to do with the rhythm and the how of it all. The, the engagement with that that brings us full joy. That's Knight of Wands. And what a beautiful invitation and sacred introduction for August. So I urge you, urge you to look for your Knight of Wands this month. Now, I will say, this one, I think, will require a little extra effort from all of us because we live in a world that doesn't encourage us to find joy in all of the little things. So we need to work a little harder and question a little deeper to find our way into that which actually brings us true joy. That is your spiritual challenge and your spiritual initiative for August. Now, the final card that I want to look at today, before I close out today's reading, is a message of August. Now, this might sound similar to the energetic thumbprint of August, but I would challenge you by saying that this is the portal that August presents. What portal is August bringing us and where does it want us to go? And I think we have a beautiful anchor and supporter sitting in this position today. The card that stepped forward for the message of August is the Magician, which really loops together everything that we've been talking about so far this morning. The Magician is an active, empowered co-creator with spirit. Now, I know that in more traditional interpretations, there's often a sense of perhaps the magician is 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 tricksy, is a trickster or might not do what they say they're going to do or not be who they say they're going to be. I, I don't look at the magician that way at all, actually. I think that the magician is a channeler, a being who is able to connect with something bigger than themselves. They receive information through their open channel and through their desire to be available to it and to bring it into the world. Now, the magician is specific to Mercury, so it does have a lot of nervous system um, energy, which is why oftentimes there's a, a good amount of spiritual tools reflected on the magician card, because we're learning what it is to work with our tools, our abilities, our channel to be a human vessel and a cord of connection, cord of communication, and to use that open channel, that open road to our benefit. Oftentimes when magician steps forward in a reading for me personally, I know this is not the case for the card as a whole, but oftentimes the message for me is just letting me know that there's something hovering about me in the energetic realm, whether that be information or whether that be a guide or whether that be a new lesson, whatever that might be, something is there that wants to be allowed to come in and be expressed through me into earthly form. I feel like the magician often is us being tasked or given a mission. We are stewards of information and we are stewards of spirit. And the magician reminds us that we get to come to our altars, if we use altars, or come to our meditation space or whatever it is, and be an active participant in this process. 
Now, I know that many people will take this and immediately be afraid of what if I don't do enough? What if I'm not available enough? What if I don't hear enough or, or, or channel enough? What if I don't get that downloads that way? That is your brain trying to make sense of this and find a way to allow you to not step into your magician nature. The magician doesn't necessarily need us to do or say or be anything. All we need to do is set our intention to being open and available to whatever it is. The magician has a has a similar, I believe the magician has a similar energy to the aces where we learn what it is to take what's being offered to us by spirit. Something is available to us to work with in a new way. Our job is to look for it and to engage with it and to take it inwards, meld with it, and allow it to come back out in a new way. Personal power, sacred service, and working with our tools. We are a bridge. And the message of August is we are that bridge. We have the ability to do everything that has been tasked of us this month. All we have to do in order to find the way forward is to listen to our bodies, believe in our sovereignty, open our eyes to the new lessons that are being unveiled to us, and to step forward with the power and understanding of nature, taking up our space, owning what we are given to do, owning what we're given to be. And yeah, I think you can see why I felt the energy of nature in all of the cards today before we began our spread. I just saw nature already doing this in its most sacred and perfect way. And I want us to to lay our lives and lay our personal personal spiritual growth against the mindset of collective nature. Because nature does all of these things. It moves forward with what alights it. It understands who it is in its space. It is, well, I don't want to tell you what it is. I want you to find out. I want to set you off on an adventure, backpack and walking staff in hand, into the beautiful meadows of the mountains. I live in Colorado, so I connect to the mountains. But whatever it might be for you, the glades, the walking along the beach, I want to task you to go explore. Go find your king of pentacles. Allow spirit to show you secret lessons in the form of judgment or awakening and the hierophant. I challenge you to introduce yourself to your knight of wands. And I challenge you to listen to the message of the magician. And I think that's where I'll leave us today. My cat came back to sit with me. So if you hear him purring, he's purring for you. I hope that this reading landed. And I hope that this reading served. For anything in today's reading that did not serve, I encourage you to set it to water and let it float away. Please take extremely good care of yourself this month. I am so looking forward to being back with you next week for our finale episode of season one with a very special international guest. And until I see you again, take care.
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Monthly Tarot Magic for August of 2021. It's always a blessing and a privilege to get to channel all of this information for you every month. So I really hope you enjoyed it. If you are interested in more of my tarot reading, be sure to go visit my website at www.whenwallscantalktarot.com or reach out to me via email at jeremy at whenwallscantalktarot.com and we'll be able to get you scheduled for an individual tarot session. This episode was produced and edited by myself, Jeremy Haig. As always, a thank you to my brother, Andrew Haig, for my intro theme music and outro track. We really appreciate it over here on the podcast. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week for our finale episode. Please take good care of yourself. Thank you for listening. Please also help us out by sharing this podcast with your friends and loved ones. It is an algorithm world out there. And I would really appreciate any support to get my voice out into a larger audience, whether that's sharing it on Instagram or sending to friends and family, or even just jumping on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you stream your podcasts and leaving us um, a nice review or comment. It really, really helps us reach a much larger audience. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you do for me and for the podcast. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.